0: This week on Nintendo Main, we talk about DuckTales. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Week on Nintendo Main, we turn thirty. This is our uh, this is Nintendo Main Volume Thirty, Episode Thirty. Wow! All right, and we're
1: celebrating the thirtieth <laughs> anniversary of the game we're talking about.
0: Yeah, is it thirty years?
1: No, it's not. I was it's hoping not. it would be, but it's
0: not. Oh, it's yeah. No, it's eighty nine. We got we got like we got three more years before before 27. 30, 30 years twenty seven. Close enough. It was like our whatever that episode was. Anyway, we we're your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson.
1: How's it going? It's me, Jeremy McCowski.
0: It's J- Jeremy Bukowski. Um, what's up, man? We're here after the E3 news, back again to give you some more Nintendo news and other stuff.
1: Yeah, there's a little bit of like trickle-down news that we didn't cover last week, because a little bit more has been revealed about certain things.
0: You know, one thing, uh, one thing I did, we did not report on, or did we? No, we? no, we did report on it last week. Before we get into the news, what have you been playing this week?
1: Well, I've been playing DuckTales. Woo! uh but i've also been playing um, a little bit of mystic quest on super nintendo i started playing conquerors bad for a day
0: on 64 and
1: yeah and then i started playing uh crystalus on nes i've been playing a lot of games
0: oh that's cool did you you partake in any of the e3 sales from last week of the e-shop i bought
1: both of the uh the uh, oracle games for ds
0: oh yeah i bought those too I bought, yeah, I bought, the, I bought the Oracle of Seasons and Ages, and I yeah, decided i
1: just grabbed both of them because it was like seven bucks for both of them, or
0: maybe less. I think it was like I think it ended up being six something because they were it both was three. I bought the, I bought the Oracle games, and I bought uh, Paper Mario sixty four for like four dollars because it was it was it was fifty percent off.
1: Did you ever buy it on the Wii?
0: No, I never got it on the Wii.
1: That's why I haven't bought it yet because I I had it on the Wii because
0: because can... it's a dollar probably right or two dollars or however much it is. Yeah, and I just haven't. I get a i never really got it like i remember it was offered a couple times on Nintendo, on club nintendo but i never actually went for it believe it or not i was like yeah, it's five and i you know i always wanted to have another version of that game i have i still have the cartridge and my cartridge still works it looks better on the virtual console one they've cleaned it up it actually looks pretty muddy like if you play it through the 64 now so i kind of i kind of wanted to have that version and i thought about i thought about getting a paper jam but i ended up ended up losing to uh Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix which I ended up buying so I've been playing the crap out of that. I like it? it. I like it a lot. It's like uh I think it's my favorite one so far. I mean it's hard to it's hard to say. And it's I don't think that it has all of the games from the previous games, but it has a lot of them. And they're all kind of they're kind of hidden in the game also which is which is pretty cool like i like the way it's set up like there's um like there's versions of the stuff from uh, there's versions from the certain games from like uh he from regular rhythm heaven and rhythm heaven fever but then when you get farther on in the game there's a second version of that that's the one from the old game if that makes sense so there's like a game in in the in Nintendo DS Rhythm Heaven that's called Philbots where, like, you hold the button and this little gas thing comes down and it fills this robot for however long and then you have to let go at the right time. That was a game from the DS1. So the first time you play that game in the new 3DS1, it's a different song. But then when you get to the second part of it, it's the same song as the DS1. So it's kind of, like, hidden in the game like that. But I, I totally recommend it, and I, and I think you should get it because you love, like, WarioWare Twisted and it's the same it's the same company that made Mario, WarioWare. It's basically a lot of the same kind of games except it's more, like, you know, music-based.
1: Well, I did download the demo. Yeah. And so I was, I had a couple questions for you about that. So I, I downloaded exactly. the demo and it was pretty cool. And I did see, uh, cause I remember you had me play a version on the, the Wii one time and it was the, uh, the game where the reporter's interviewing the boxer or the luchador, I think. Yeah.
0: The, the dub a dub dub Yeah. <laughs> that's like one of my favorite games. That's, well, it was kind like, of, it was kind way. of
1: fun because there was about five games on it and they were all but. Button- based in the demo they were all pretty easy but i got i breezed through them pretty quick and then i got to that and it did the tutorial but it didn't let me play the actual so i was a little disappointed
0: yeah it just kind of shows you and i actually haven't i haven't found ringside yet in the game in the Mm -hmm. actual game so i don't know where that's at but i know it's hidden in there somewhere but i haven't beaten all the regular stuff and plus there's a shitload of unlockable stuff too as well you can get
1: so i wanted to know like the burning question for me is are the ds games in there does it use the touch it's
0: it's it's optional you can switch it you either it's basically it's like a control option like you can either you can either control it by tapping on the screen like you would in the original ds1 or you can use buttons well the ds1 has what it is
1: you like flicked you're like flicking coins essentially yeah, this, the, and that's that's an option in it
0: this one's more like you hold you hold different buttons to to be like the flick is basically the way it works
1: but the actual flick is not in the game so far
0: I, I don't know i haven't played it with the touchscreen option i think if you play with the touchscreen option it is but if you don't it's replaced by holding and releasing the button is what the flick is
1: oh okay i, it, I think i
0: yeah so like so like there's a there's a game called Bluebirds in there where you're where you're these birds and every time the guy says check your beat you like tap the screen three times and it like hits its beak on the floor and it goes <laughs> or whatever but there's a part where it says like stretch out your neck and and in the original game you would do a swipe for that and the new one it's replaced by you just holding a and then releasing a as you would as consider that to be the swipe so that's like when you touch the screen and when you let go of the screen is when you let go of the button as basically so the how, it's the same, as basically it's basically how they're it. yeah it's basically how they're emulating it through the button but you can do it either way you can switch it off and on in the settings okay but, it, but if you want to play with the buttons you'll play with the buttons and it'll just but it doesn't on the fly switch
1: to all oh right now we're using the touch screen. now we're using the
0: buttons Oh no, no it doesn't do that. It's either okay. it's it's you cho- you choose it in the in the options. You'd okay. be like I'm going to use the buttons for everything. So everything's going to be the buttons. So That
1: was something I was curious about because the yeah. first game I ever played was the DS1. I think it was the first one that came out in the US, right? So.
0: Yeah, the DS1 was the first one that came out in the US and it was touchscreen based. But you can do that if you want, but I don't think you can do like the book Like how you hold it horizontally and all that. I don't think it works like that. But then again, I haven't tried the touchscreen mode yet, because I'd rather just use the buttons. And it's fine. There's a couple that I think might be a little easier with the touchscreen. Like just for the rhythm. You can use, uh, for like some of the, for like the one where you pluck the hairs off the onion. I think you played that one in the demo, right? Yeah. That's from like the very, very first Game Boy Advance rhythm heaven that did come out here. But when you get, when you get to the second version of that one, there's some really fast plucks where you, where it's like double time, 16th notes. So you can use like the A button and the control pad to go back and forth because you wouldn't be able to do it quick enough just with A, you know? So you have to kind of alternate. So you can do stuff like that for ones that are faster on the buttons. So I think that would work better than like tapping. I don't know. I guess you gotta kinda just get a feel for it, but I, I think it's really fun. You know, it's uh, it's very cool. There's a lot, there's lots and lots of stuff in it to do. There's, there's like challenges, there's extra modes, there's like, there's gotta be at least like hundred games in it. I don't know, I haven't counted all of them, but. There's a ton of them there. Uh, and it's uh, they made it a little bit different. In the original Rhythm Rhythm Heaven games, you unlock stuff by getting gold medals. And in this one, it's you ha- you can only unlock stuff by un- by getting these rhythm balls or flow balls, is what they're called. And you get flow balls by either getting perfects on the songs or beating challenges. And there's challenges where they basically, you know, where you basically play the levels again, like you'll play like 3 or 4 in a row. And there'll be different, like, ways that it's extra difficult. It'll be like, play this one, you can only mess up two times. Or it'll be like, play this one, and it'll be, like, double time. Or the next one, or there's ones that are like, because there, there's, like, perfect hits where you hit the button at the right time and then there's a little, like, rainbow explosion in the middle of the screen. There's ones where, like, you have to, where, like, the screen will get smaller and eventually it'll get eaten by this monster that's behind the screen. So you have to hit as many perfects as you can to, like, keep it big and away from the monster. Like, stuff like that. There's, like, weird challenges in there that you have to complete to get flow balls and with flow balls you can unlock more games and earn more flow balls to to get like rhythm toys and stuff like that. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of cool stuff in it.
1: I did notice in the demo, there were certain points where they said you have to catch these things when they pass, they would like pass on the bottom screen. You would have to get a perfect as they went by.
0: Yeah. There's a, there's a challenge mode where there's like a window that says perfect on it. And yeah. it's, it basically, it works the same way that the other rhythm heavens did where like it would randomly choose a, a level for you to get perfect on and then you get three chances to try it. And if you don't, then it'll go away for a while and it'll come back. I know in the Wii one, once you got golds on everything, you could try perfect at any time. You know, you could try it. You could try perfect for all of them because you already golded all of them. So I don't know if it, this one works like that. I haven't gotten golds on everything, but there's some there's some really tough stuff on there. So it's you know some of them are pretty hard. Do you think this game works best with headphones? I mean, I play it with headphones just because I sometimes I play it like when when you know when Jess is asleep and I don't want to wake her up. But it's I mean you want you just you want to play it to where you can hear it. You know, to where you can hear it well. I don't think it necessarily needs to be through headphones. You know, it's a rhythm game. You just need to, you need to be able to hear the music, obviously. You know, you can't play it silent, <laughs> obviously, you know.
1: Well I definitely enjoyed the demo I played. Like I said, I kinda of blasted through it. Yeah, it was it's all
0: like space tapping buttons. Yeah, it's very short. I mean it's I think the demos can be done in like what, fifteen minutes at the most, probably if even that. But it's but the game is there's a lot of shit in it it's totally worth thirty dollars. I mean the game I played it I've played a lot of it, but it's there's still a lot to do on it. And it's like, it's, you know, it's kind of like Guitar Hero, but, you know, different. Where it's all about, like, memorizing the songs, you know, and, and knowing the rhythms and, you know, that type of thing. And it's, and the soundtrack's great. There's a lot of, and what, actually, the coolest, the coolest thing on it that I loved is in the options, you can change all of the songs to Japanese language if you want. So I did that, and all the songs are in Japanese, and it's great. And, like, the game is actually in English, like, the instructions are English, but when you play the songs, they're in Japanese. So I thought that was, that was amazing that I can do that, so I can just play everything and it's, you know, in Japanese, which I was super psyched about that. It just changes the uh, vocal tracks to Japanese. Yeah, it just changes the vocal tracks to the Japanese song. Cool. Which is what I always like. Which I always like to hear. Like last week's episode, the intro I did was that was like the Japanese version of a song from the first game, from the DS game, which is also in this in this one as well. But I always like to hear the Japanese versions of all of them. But now I can just switch to Japanese and just listen to those versions, so it's cool. I dig it. You just have to kind of because there's like there's odd aud- there's audio cues in the games, so you have to just kind of figure out what that cue is in J- in Japanese and just listen for it. <laughs> you know,
1: I really like that song from uh Warrior twist or the first Warrior uh, the, in
0: it. the one that sounds like a Japanese song?
1: Yeah, it's like a. I don't know. It's like a lady singing all in yeah.
0: Japanese. Yeah, I put it on one of the on the one of the Wart radios, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a uh, Cat's Oriental Blues. I think that's what it's called. It's from like the Cat and Anna level. Okay. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, there's a lot of great songs in this one. Well, at the end of the the end of the last one, the last episode that we recorded, the end song of that was from Mega Mix, the one with the Japanese guy kind of yodeling or whatever. Nice. That was the sumo level, which has become like my favorite my favorite new game from this from this game but yeah it's cool it's totally cool and I, th- I think you should check it out i think you'll like it especially if you like Warrior War stuff it's it's it feels a lot like that you know where you play the different stuff and and unlock more stuff from it you know super over the top super goofy and it's just you know it's like WarioWare but weirder but that's what i've been playing mostly is is, is rhythm heaven i mean it's
1: yeah it's Warrior. War. it's the like spiritual successor to it I me mean, where War key games come out occasionally
0: but... yeah it's the same i mean it was the same company It's the same guys who make the WarioWare games, make the Rhythm Heaven stuff. So you can tell, like, it's the same art style. It's just different characters. There's, like, some cameos. Like, I've seen Ashley in there a couple times from uh, WarioWare. And from what I read online, there's there's actually a mode that you can unlock that's called RhythmWare, where you play through. Where you play through one of the rhythm games, but WarioWare characters are in it, so so they do they do little ways to like reference the other stuff and put Easter eggs in there, so it's pretty cool. Well, the demo yeah. made me want to play more, so I'll probably get it eventually. Did you ever? Uh, I guess you I guess you didn't take the Splatoon plunge, right? You didn't go for the forty dollar discount price on that. No, I didn't. Yeah, I was wondering if you would. I mean, that is like probably as cheap as it's been thus far. But if you did, you could play Splatfest this weekend, which there's another one of those. What are the sides? Early birds first. Night owls. Is <laughs> it what it is? I don't know. I don't feel like I I don't even remember which one I played. I think it might have been like the hot dogs vs. hamburgers or no pizzas versus versus hot dogs. I think I played that one. Or maybe it was the Transformers one. I don't know. Well, but, uh, yeah. But uh on that on that note we can go to the news, right? Since that's a news apparently Monolith is working on the new Zelda game. Monolith? Yeah. Zelda.
1: A lot of people from the development team for uh, the last Xeno Gears game, or Xenoblade rather.
0: Xenoblade Chronicles uh, hop,
1: X? Yeah, they hopped over to help on Zelda once they were done with that project.
0: How's your How's your progress going on that game, <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles X? Same spot I've been for about six months now. Yeah, I think I don't, I'm sure I mentioned it on here, but last time I was at my mom's house, she has like a 60 70 inch TV. It's like huge. So I played Xenoblade Chronicles X on it for like a few hours, and I was like, yeah, I still like this game. I don't know. It's still like in the back of my mind. I still just want to like get back into it and try to finish it. But yeah, I'll it's all like right. I'll get now. The, I'll get there eventually. I'm still I still think about it. I still think about Xenoblade. and I'm like, man, I should play that again. But I have Tokyo Mirage Sessions on the Horizon this Friday, which Polygon gave a 9.5. I read the review. It was very favorable to it. They said it was like very, you know, they said it was like hard to put down and it was written well and you know everything was pretty catchy and they liked the characters and. I said it looks really good and all that, so I'm excited about that. As far as like, so you weird... got it on uh, pre order. You said, yeah, yeah, I pre ordered the disc. There was there's actually actually there's a collector's edition for that, which is like eighty dollars, which I'm not going to get, but it's, it's still cool. I like it. I think it's cool when they do stuff like that. You know, it has like an art book and a soundtrack and some other shit in there. And it
1: uses Amiibo support, right?
0: Tokyo Mirage Sessions? Uh, I thought. Oh, if it does, I haven't heard about it. It might for some. I don't. I don't remember. I didn't I haven't heard anything about it if it does if it does I'll let you know well our next week I'm sure I'll have plenty to talk about for that game because yeah. on Friday yeah and I reserved it I reserved a copy of it because you know rare it's a rare it's gonna be a rare game I think I mean like a super quirky like Japanese game like that is good to get a disc of you know <laughs> because it's I feel like it's gonna be limited release and and it's gonna be hard to find. That's That's why I reserved it because I didn't think I'd be able to buy it if I didn't if I didn't reserve it. Because stuff like that, they don't send a whole lot out of. Like uh, like bravely default, the first one, the 3ds game. Apparently, like they sent out maybe one two copies per store, and like a lot of people were pissed off because they couldn't find them anywhere. I mean, I, I down I downloaded mine, but I don't know. For stuff like that, it's better to just get a physical copy because it might it might be worth something later. Yeah, I'm certain. I wish I'd gotten the physical copy of Xenoblade.
1: Oh yeah, I got a physical copy of that, but I just didn't have it. I didn't
0: have any room in my on my system either for it because it's gigantic and the same with the same with like like tokyo mirage Sessions it's just like 20 gigs something like that like it's huge like i looked into downloading i'm like i wonder how big it And i'm like oh yeah it's gigantic i might as well just get a disc it's like i don't have enough space for it anyway i have 128 gig usb and i've filled that so it's like speaking of gamestop did you see that gamestop was saying that uh they were basically saying no to the rumor of uh nx not having uh not having discs
1: yeah, so they made a comment applying they would be reselling games.
0: Yeah, they made some comment about like uh, I forget. Somebody asked them about like the whole you know no optical drive thing. And They also said like you know if it was if it was even if it was if they only sold as much as Wii U they'll still make money off of it. Is as, as what they said as well. So wow. and they said that, and they said they were excited to um, carry it from what I read. So I don't know more more uh, to that not being a thing. I mean I think that's a cool idea, but how are you going to do the uh, how are you going to do the cartridges? <laughs> oh, they also made a comment about cartridges that they said that cartridges would, would be easier for them if they did use those because they're easier to fix. Oh you know? yeah. They're easier to refurbish. So if like somebody brought them a broken cartridge, they could still buy it and fix it. Whereas if they brought a broken disc, that's, you know, it's a broken disc, so the, the, so that might have hinted that maybe they are using cartridges. I don't know because they said that they were excited about what they were doing, and at the same time they said that if they were doing cartridges, it would be much more beneficial for them. So maybe that means maybe that means that they're into it. But it's just in, more interesting stuff about that. Some uh, apparently some random dude, another random dude, you know, claims that he knows information about NX. Says that it'll says that it'll be like super powerful, which is contrary to what Reggie said at E three. Apparently somebody asked him about uh about what the specs for NX were, and he said that, that wasn't important. He said that they're not interested in p s four and xbox one's red ocean is what he said, which is basically callback on the whole like we're in the blue ocean stuff that they said before so I don't know if that means hopefully hopefully it isn't less powerful or ho- you know hopefully it isn't because that would suck but that's what he said some other guy some dude who's not Reggie said <laughs> that it's as that it's like as powerful if not more powerful. And he also said that it'll be revealed at TGS, which, you know, anybody could say that. So, you know, more, more NX, NX bullshit. Well, I mean, it wasn't at E3, so it's gonna
1: be at TGS, right?
0: Well, that seems, that's the rumor. That's the rumor that they're gonna, well, they said that they were gonna unveil it at a different event, is what they said. Is what Nintendo said. So people were thinking TGS because that's like the close, the next closest thing. And that would be in September. So I don't know. We still we still gotta wait, I guess.
1: Well, that makes sense too, because it's six months out. From,
0: so only part of like you know, here's our, our holiday releases. Yeah, here's our holiday
1: yeah. releases, and then here's what's happening in March. Exactly. <laughs> March is when
0: it's gonna happen. Here's Paper Mario. Here you go. <laughs> maybe a surprise game. Yeah, I'm sure they got more stuff. I'm sure they got more stuff cooked up. Maybe the uh, I heard that the Federation Force has Amiibo support, so that's kind of cool. I guess. You can scan. You can you can scan. You can scan Samus and make your you know make your dude look like Samus. So you can pretend that you're playing like a regular Metroid game that everybody wants so badly. You can do that. You're just really short and that. Yeah. <laughs> the The cheapiness of the game is kind kind of sucks. Like I think that, that's another gripe I guess that people are getting into about it is the, you know that the art style is not really what they want. But I'm still I still think it'll be a fun game. I think it's I think it'll be interesting. And I'm still totally yeah, Metroid's on, never been like a cutesy game. On board to play it. But the idea of what they're doing with this, like the whole online co-op first-person thing on 3DS, I think that sounds cool, you know. And it takes place in the Metroid universe, you know, even better. I know it's different from what people wanted, but like I like I said, like I loved Triforce Heroes, and if it's anything like that, I think it'll be great.
1: Yeah, you're just borrowing the mechanics for something new.
0: Yeah, it's basically kind of going to be like a mini version of like Destiny, you know, the game that everybody seems to like so much. It'll be it'll be sort of like that, you know, like team-based uh, adventures or whatever. Yeah, it I haven't was, heard anyone talk about that game in a long time. About Destiny? Yeah. You uh, must not know the right people. I think the only people I hear about it is like on podcasts. And I used to work with a girl at the Owl that would talk about it constantly, and I was like, uh, shut up. And she, yeah, she was like a new gamer, so she had never really played anything good. You know, as <laughs> I mentioned, I remember mentioning Chrono Trigger to her and she's like, what is that? And I'm like, get it, like, leave my site, get out of here. No, I didn't say that, but still like. You were like, well, you hey, one
1: of the people that worked on that found in Monolith Soft and now they're helping with the News Zelda game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think that's, I think that's it for our news section, section, right? Do you want to take a break and go to the topic of the week? Let's do it. All right. DuckTales. One, one of my Woohoo! one of the one of the first games that I beat on NES as a kid. And uh, probably one of my favorites from being a kid. It's like in the same like in our in our episode where we did the obscure NES games. It's I think it's in the same realm as like Batman. You know, it's like a game that I ended up getting that was licensed and ended up being really cool. And it actually came out in the same year as Batman. So Yeah, and similarly yeah.
1: to uh, me and Dino Wars, I think this game's definitely more challenging than Dino Wars. And it's, it's much better. It was still a game I could go back to and play through, you know, whenever I felt like I needed to build my confidence to play through a new game. You know, I could still beat DuckTales.
0: Oh, sure. And the, yeah, this is, like I said, aside from, you know, aside from anticipation, which I mentioned before, <laughs> as far as games that I could beat, this was like probably the first one I think I actually beat, like other than anticipation. It was because my, my friend Daniel, I used to like, his mom used to babysit me after after school and we would, we would play the shit out of this game at his house. And he was like much better at games than I was. So we kind of just played through it together and, and he, you know, helped me find all the secrets to the levels. So I would kind of put that stuff together when I was playing on my own. It's like, I knew where the extra, you know, where you could get more hearts or like where you could get the, the secret, secret treasures and you know, where I, where a lot of the extra lives were. So if you think of it in that way, it makes it a lot easier when you, where you can know where, know where the power ups are and go find it. You know, I actually yeah.
1: went through this without getting any extra hearts. It's about
0: three hearts oh you didn't find the you didn't find Bubba Duck oh. in the ice level? Oh oh man. So Bubba, do you remember Bubba Duck? He's uh he was the big dumb duck that they found from the he was the Encino man of DuckTales. Oh okay. The first story. Did, yeah. you, did you watch much of DuckTales, the the cartoon I did. show? They'd
1: long ago as a child.
0: Yeah, I was going to I guess uh, I guess we could to start off with we could talk about the show. I mean, if anybody doesn't know DuckTales was a it, had, it went for 3 seasons. They had 100 episodes from 87 to 90. And this game came out in 89, so it came out like right right before the show ended. So, I guess that kind of shows how much they put into it, you know, they didn't just push it out. They actually spent some time like making the game cuz I'm sure it started developing in 87 or 89 or 88.
1: Yeah, and DuckTales would go on to uh I think the swan song of DuckTales for me was the movie Treasure of the Lost Lamp. I I think that came out ninety.
0: I do remember the movie. Yeah, I think I think the movie was at the end of the show. And Ducktales it was, two, which it we're gonna, it was a good? One. Yeah, Ducktales oh. two that which we're gonna cover later. That came out like three years after after that movie. Do you remember the plot of the movie at all? Like, I I remember enjoying it, but do you, do you remember knew what happened? I know it had
1: something to do with a genie and a lamp. You know, that's all I really remember. Oh, okay. Well, you said it,
0: you said it was good, so I was wondering how much you remembered of
1: it of the actual I movie. Watch I, I want to watch it again after playing the uh, the game because. I had seen the movie before I played the game. I think I also watched the TV show. I, I liked Ducktales a lot when I was originally playing this game. I was immersed sure. in that universe.
0: I-, I remember watching. I remember watching Ducktales and. and uh in like, um, in, like, daycare. Like, where I'd go, like, you know, because my mom would work later, so when I was younger, I would have to go somewhere after school so I could get babysat or whatever. And there were, like, daycare places that you would go to where there were a bunch of kids. And I remember watching where we had, like, a DuckTales time, you know, after school where we'd watch, you know, we watch whatever. And, and I remember doing that. I remember watching that. I remember renting this game and then I think I got it as a present later. But it was probably another one that Nintendo Power swayed on me because it had a, it was on the front cover, which I actually found my old Nintendo Power with DuckTales on it, so I read through it just to look at some of like the names of the characters and just like some of the hints that they have. There's a couple maps in here, but as I was looking through this magazine, there's there's like absolutely no reviews of anything in in, in this Nintendo Power. It's just it's just basically maps and previews to other stuff. And I there's like there's
1: no reason for them to review their own stuff. They were just promoting it.
0: But they did at one point. Like I know like I remember in the Super Nintendo era they did like review games where it would be like well they would say like have like a positive and a negative, which I mentioned in another episode. And I think towards the sixty four times they did actually start putting numbers on things. But I guess well, in this the was NES days. Yeah. But I guess in the NES days it was just well, I mean it was basically Nintendo Power in itself was just basically an advertisement for Nintendo. But there's like like I'm just I was reading through it before we started this. And there's like a section, there's like a whole like five page section just explaining to you what the Game Boy is in here. <laughs> which wow. is which is hilarious. Because this was like right on the cusp of the release of the Game Boy, wasn't the Game Boy eighty nine? Yeah, it was. Yeah, eighty nine. So there's five there's five pages in here explaining to you that the Game Boy is a miniature NES. In case you didn't know. Well in nineteen eighty nine nobody had seen a portable system before, so this shit's blowing their minds. But yeah, just like a
1: DuckTales game for Game Boy there
0: there was two of them apparently DuckTales 2 on Game Boy outsold DuckTales 2 on NES so there you go because the DuckTales 2 came out with the Super Nintendo being out you know people were not interested anymore I just think it's funny that it's extremely
1: rare game to find yeah yeah, I saw
0: it on eBay for like $200 for DuckTales 2. But I did find, uh, I did find DuckTales 1 for like 19, no shipping, so that's not that bad, free shipping. But yeah, DuckTales, DuckTales, made by the same people as Mega Man, like uh, Kiji Inafune is is on the credits for this, which is pretty awesome.
1: The same, same, they use the same engine. Yeah,
0: pretty much same the Mega Man engine to a point. Well, it has like you know the non-linear where you can pick the different levels and like the boss at the end of the levels, but you don't get power-ups. But yeah, it does it does feel very much like like a Mega Man game? The way the minus the, like, minus the, the shooting to each other,
1: it's very Mega Man, and then like the ropes, and all
0: that stuff. I mean, yeah, it feels like it feels like a Mega Man game. But I when it came out, I wasn't really playing Mega Man, so it kind of didn't feel feel like it until later until i figured out what Megaman was and i was like oh also the uh also the guy who produced it who who was the producer on this uh takuro fujiwara he created ghosts and goblins also that's pretty pretty cool the guy, they had they had him they had him on there as well
1: another fantastic side scroller yeah. really hard but yeah
0: if you like torture uh that's that's good I got I got really close to, I I got pretty far in the Super Nintendo one like playing it on playing it on the Wii Virtual Console A Super Super Ghouls and Ghosts or Ghosts and Goblins whatever it was and I forget how far I got on that but yeah yeah that is that is an insane game. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, but it's hard. It's rough, yeah. It's really rough. Well, on that one you and on that one you have super moves too, though, which is which is pretty cool. You can charge your shots when you get the gold gold armor, which I thought was interesting. That's that's a game I, we we could return to on this show if you wanted to, or just that series as a whole. But this game is not like that. This
1: game's a lot more accessible, and I think it still yeah. it holds up well in the modern era.
0: Yeah, I think it's still. I mean, I think it still plays really well. I think it looks really well. Soundtrack is great. Like the the songs from the moon is still like mentioned on multiple things. Like it's probably one of my favorite NES songs. I mean, I think it's I think it's fantastic. The whole like uh, the pogo jumping thing that was new. You know, you had never seen that before. That was interesting. I like. I remember playing it for the first time and finding it weird that you had to figure out like this way to kill the enemies instead of just like jumping on them like you would in Mario. You know, where you basically had to jump and hold B and down. And I figured this out on my own somehow playing so the game we, as a kid. That's
1: how we played it too. Yeah, we didn't yeah. have any sort of, we just bought the game. I think we bought it at the pawn shop for 10 bucks. And, uh, we, we liked DuckTales, so we bought it. Yeah. We were, we were playing it for hours, maybe not hours, quite a while before we discovered, oh, hit down and B and you bounce on
0: yeah yeah totally it's a you know it's just it's just weird though just that you know that that's in there and it's kind of complex in its own way did you notice that they made that move a little bit easier in the second one where all you do is hit b in the air and set it and you don't have to hit down
1: no i didn't even notice because i was still hit down yeah they changed it, it, to... like it was a little easier to do the uh, re-switch on and off yeah they, and they,
0: they, yeah they changed it to where you don't have to where you don't have to press down like to, to make it do it in the second one. But so when I was a kid, I remember trying to jump on the bunnies in the Himalayas level. I tried to jump on them without the pogo, and I remember getting hit. And then you try to do the pogo, and then you sink into the—and then you get stuck in the snow. So I just—I remember—I think that was probably the maybe the first level I played on there. I just remember playing through it, being like, "What? This is weird. What is this stuff?" But eventually, figured it out. I don't know
1: why, but we always played through the Transylvania level first. Like,
0: I know you can play through the through them in order
1: now, but for some reason, like the way we played it, we decided that was the best way to do it. Was to start Transylvania. So, oh, sure. That was the first level I beat, and then I would play the
0: uh, Amazon after that. Dude, the Amazon so, is a bitch. I don't. I don't like that level. I think
1: Amazon is the best level in the game. I actually, R- wrote that. Really? Wow! The there, most the level.
0: there was like I felt like there, there were so many cheap ways that I died in there. Like those fucking bees on the top when you're jumping from one thing to another. You know, when, oh, la- when launch when launch pad shows up, and that fucking part where the where the bridge falls, I died on that multiple times. You just have to pogo over that. I know, I know you do, but. There were a couple times where I got hit by B at a certain point and it didn't quite work right. And I'm just saying I, I fucked up on the Amazon a lot like that. The Amazon level became like the bane of my existence on this game for this, for this particular playthrough that I did before this episode. So yeah, that one kind of became my least favorite, but you know, to each his own.
1: One thing I did figure out about this level, like, uh, there's a spot where you're, where you get up to where lunch pad is in the Amazon and then, uh, you're running right. And, Those guys show up and throw spears. You want to get a guy running from the left, he'll throw the spear, and then he keeps running to the right, and then you don't have to worry about the spear guys anymore. You just follow him. As long as you keep him on the screen, another one won't spawn. So, like, it's super easy.
0: Yeah, you, you can do that. You do the same thing with the bee. If you're good enough, you can get the bee to come from the right side and yeah. follow you, like, when you get on the plane, so the other bee won't come up and kill you. Yep. Because the bee, like, always attacks you, like, while you're connected to that gyrocopter thing. But if you, what I found is, like, when the gyrocopter goes to its highest, just jump there and then come down on your pogo, and you'll hit that B every time. That's what I did with that B that comes from the left. And that made it a lot easier. There's also a shortcut to the last guy in the Amazon where you can completely skip all that stuff with those, with those spear throwers. You can oh, yeah, you have skip to... All of them.
1: There's a hidden chest that you jump up into, and then you pogo off of it, and you get to a rope up the top of the screen.
0: Yeah, and then you go up the top and then fall down. Yep, that's pretty nice. And I'm sure you figured out the part with, you know, where the statue asks you for money and you can just jump off the guy with the spear and climb up from there
1: i did figure that out but i always wondered like if you had the money is there a secret there
0: no, it's just, it's just a thing that appears. Did you, uh, speaking of secrets, so did you find the bonus level? No. If you use Launchpad McQuack to bring you back at any time where there's a seven in your, in your collection, like where the, where the number seven is in the money that you've collected, you get taken to a secret like cloud level where, where Gyro Gearloose throws a bunch of diamonds at you. Oh, I didn't know. Which pretty cool. I found it I, I found it in my first playthrough which I ended up dying and I didn't do it like when I find, I beat it today finally. but if I would have done it, I probably would have gotten the extra ending because I was like pretty close to getting 10 million because if you get 10 million and the two secret treasures, you get a special ending. Where it shows it where it shows um where it shows him swimming in money and it says that he had found two secret secret extra treasures. There's also an ending that you can beat with having no money, which I hadn't even heard about that. I don't know how that's gotta be fucking hard as shit to come through the whole thing and like have come out with absolutely nothing. Like you cannot collect a single thing from the whole game.
1: No, spoiler alert, but does that tie to the very end of the game when you have to race the guy up to the top? Like do you have to let him get the treasure?
0: I wondered about that. I wondered about that, but by the time I got to that, I just I didn't want to chance it, <laughs> you know. But I wondered if yeah, if you if there's an ending for you losing to Flintheart Glomgold. if Glomgold. you if you lose to him, will it? I actually, if I if I remember correctly, I think when you used to him, lose to him, you just have to go back to fighting the vampire duck guy again in the and and then you have to go back and do it again. I think
1: I did write down that it felt kind of cheap that the the final boss level you just went through the first. You went through another level again to the boss spot. Like there's yeah. nothing different about it. You just go to where the boss was in
0: that level before. Yeah. Well, the uh, all the treasures are gone. That's what's different from it. You can't collect. You can't like come back and get any more extra lives or anything like that. They're all gone. It was a thing that I wrote down like while I was playing it that I thought was really cool. Did you notice that? Like when you get a treasure. Like, if you die and come back, the treasure's gone. Like, it, it'll keep track of what treasures you've gotten. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. So when you go back to that second level, uh, with, for that last boss, all the treasures are gone, too. I thought that was kind of cool. I just, like, that was probably one of the first games that I saw that had done that. And it, but, it, but it's not and it's not just, like, all the treasures are gone when you die. It'll just be the ones that you got. So there's one that you didn't get. It'll still stay there until you get it. And then when you come back, it'll be gone. I thought that was really neat. I did
1: I d- find when I played through this game, though, that a lot of muscle memory took over
0: when I used to play it as a kid
1: like I'd find myself going the right direction to get through the level really quick and stuff so
0: sure but you don't you don't remember where the uh secret treasures are or did you get did you get either of them I was't I, like I, I forgot like I thought when I was playing it again this time I thought there was one for every level but there's a, there's only two can like, remember yeah, being, yeah. The secret treasure. there's one in the African mines and there's one on the moon oh okay. but they just uh, they give they just add an extra million to your to your count at the end
1: no I don't think I found one in the moon you
0: said there's one in the mines too yeah the mines one is cool like both of them both of them are cool because they involve uh they involve pogoing off of enemies that are where there's a pit there's like a long there's a long pit and you jump and guys come out and you jump off of them i like i like stuff like that did you find mrs beakley i did find Mrs. Beakley. yeah that's that's where it is you know how there's mrs beakley in the african mines and then there's that big pit to the right yeah yeah, jump. if you jump out there, these little these little guys will come up, and you can jump off them. And then oh, I lots, got that. And then there's a treasure at the end there. And if you go straight down from there, you'll go straight into the boss. Yep, so, I did so, that. So that would always be the way that I would go. It's just like straight to that, straight to that treasure, and then straight to the boss. And then you don't have to deal with the with the cart or like the ball or any of the other shit in the level. Makes it a lot easier. You, you know what to... I did?
1: I, I played through it uh, tonight after I beat Ducktales two. I went back to the first one. It was just like, I'm just going to see how far I can play, not using save states or anything. Like that. And I got to that part in the African Mine, So I, I beat three levels, and then I died in Himalayas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when
0: I was playing, because I, I played it on my NES, and I ended up finishing it on an emulator just because I was having some problems with my NES. My, I guess my controller was starting to freak out to where every time I hit B, it would hit start, too. So it would pause every time I started pogoing. So it kind of started to fuck me up. (laughs) So, uh, I I did a couple playthroughs. I, the first one I played all the way to the Dracula boss and died on the Dracula boss. And the second time, which sucked. And, uh, I got a game over from there. And then the second time was I played through all of the levels and died from that fucking stupid collapsing rock thing in in the Amazon. And I died like seven times. I had all I had all the extra lives. So that was my that was my experience last night, which <laughs> was pretty fucking awful. Oh, you played the Amazon level last? Yeah, I played it last because I hate it. Because <laughs> it's my because I hate it more than any of the other levels. Even though the boss isn't that bad, I mean the boss is super easy for that one. But I just I just don't like that level because I just die so many in so many dumb ways like all the time on there. I don't know. It seems like the one I just die more than anything else in the other one. And it seems like it's kind of in cheap ways because like you know you get hit by the bee in the wrong way, you fall through the pit or whatever. I don't know. I just had I just had a hard time with that level, so I saved it for last and I lost like all my lives on that level. I always thought the moon was the hardest level, but I like the moon. The moon's actually not that bad if you know like where the key and where the and where the remote is and all that. It's not bad at all. And the lunar Rat, the boss of that level, is uh, he's real easy. He but is, I, but
1: He's so little kid.
0: But they did. Uh, the uh, actually what he is what he's protecting is the green cheese of longevity. <laughs> In case you didn't know, like a it's according the green cheese of longevity. Yeah, according according to Nintendo Power. <laughs> Which uh, that, this is what I'm reading, reading from it right now but uh, I love I loved how many characters they got from the actual show like I felt like they uh, you know there was actually some time put into it you know Gizmo Duck is in uh, speaking of the moon level Gizmo ducks in there, which is pretty yeah. cool. Uh, Bubba Duck is in the Himalayas he gives you your first heart or well depending on how you do it the uh, magic could dispel she was a she was a character from the show the, from Transylvania the roly-poly boss from from uh, African Minds is called the King of the Terra Fermes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you get a kick out of that name, Terraferm. <laughs> the the Terrafermies, yeah, whatever that means. But uh, listen to this. Listen to this description of him from Nintendo Power. This this is pretty hilarious. The king of the Terrafermies is stuck in this cave because he has grown too fat to fit through the doorway. He will roll himself into a ball at oh, and anything that gets in his way is a dead duck. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Nintendo Power, people. That's that's a. Uh,
1: you just become a duck, even if you're
0: not a duck. Brilliance, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's pretty, they, they had, uh, the Beagle brothers are in there. Mrs. Beakley, which we mentioned earlier. What's uh, what's her name? Uh, Webby. Webby. Uh, Webby. Yeah, not Webby. That's a fragment. Which ride. I
1: thought was really funny, and I did write this down.
0: Like, Webby Vanderquack.
1: At the end of the game, like, the nephews are like, you couldn't have done this without us, Uncle Scrooge. And he's like, yeah, I have to give you guys credit. But he doesn't mention Webby. Like, she helped him out, too.
0: Oh, and yeah, well. Like,
1: fuck, fuck her, she's not, like, given any credit
0: in <laughs> the she was added to the show, she wasn't in the original DuckTales comic book. She was added for, uh, for appeal, for, for females.
1: Oh, well, I mean, still, she still gave out
0: advice. I'm game. not saying I'm not saying she's a lesser character. I'm just saying that's why they put her in there. Why they put her in there originally was, oh, she okay. was in hopes to get more female fans of the show. She was written. She was written for the TV show. You know, she should have been credited at the end. I don't know why not because she told you where the other ones were hid, like uh, like in the Transylvania one, which I think is funny because in the Transylvania, like I never save Huey ever. <laughs> you know, where she's like, go go save Huey. I'm like, you don't need to. There's no reason to. There's no reason to. Yeah, you can just go. You can just go to the boss. So I just, I never, I never do it. <laughs> but apparently, he made it out somehow at the end there. But it wasn't, it wasn't for me. He must have just got fed up and defeated the Beagle Boys on his own.
1: Yeah, but I did go through the. Uh, the first time I played through it, I went mines and got to that spot that you can skip where you 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 run up to the minecart and there's three little duck heads popping out. So I assume it's Huey, Dewey, and Louie. You jump in the minecart and go through the little section and then you jump out of it and it goes down a pit so I'm like, they all die like it all <laughs> they just like kill all my nephews <laughs> pretty so much I can, so i could live
0: well you know you, you do what you can for for money <laughs>
1: but they show up in later levels so i guess they were fine which makes you know why why does scrooge die why do they get to live like why, why can't he just get
0: well maybe they had maybe they had extra dolls of them you know since he collects the uh the scrooge dolls or, or represent his lives that's how you get extra lives for Scrooge dolls. So maybe they have Huey, Dewey, and Louie dolls. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that is a pretty messed up part where he, he like just kind of kicks him off into this into the pit, and he's like, ah, eh, you know, see you later. But I will say, like, all the bosses are really easy. Yeah, they're pretty easy. I have a, I have a hard time with Magicka to spell. She can be kind of shitty. I mean, I know, I know how to, I know how to beat her, but I just that, you just that, have
1: to like. After you bounce off her, you have to go the direction she's not facing, the opposite direction she's facing, and then her shit won't hit you. So you just, like, follow underneath her, and then when she falls down, you bounce on her immediately, and then go the opposite direction she's facing. Yeah, so you'll always be safe.
0: Yeah, I just uh, she would uh, she seemed, would always fall like pretty randomly and hit me a lot of times. And, and and you can actually jump. You can jump and hit like her tail and miss the miss the lightning bolt to go straight up. Also, which I did a few times. I just in my playthrough, that was the one that I had the hardest time with. She's pretty annoying. I like the uh, I like Lunarat. Rat. Luna Rat's pretty easy, and uh, the Abominable Snowman's really easy too. Which he's actually protecting the crown of of Genghis Khan, which <laughs> Who knew? What so uh, the I you them all. <laughs> well, there's. Uh, the, well, I said the green cheese of longevity. The uh, crown of Genghis Khan is from uh, the Himalayas. The Abdominable snowman is protecting that. Magica dispel is protecting the coin of the lost realm. Is what she has. And for some reason the 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 king of Terra Fermis, it doesn't say what his treasure is in nintendo power it doesn't say what the incan the incan king's treasure is either it just says uh his magnificent scepter is, is all that it says but yeah the dude the roly dude he does it doesn't say anything about his uh, gem on here it's just you know whatever I don't think it says the name well i know there's the what is it the magic plate is the yeah it doesn't say what the it doesn't say what the uh, what the ring is but, yeah, so the, the ring is the is the African mine treasure. And the one on the moon is this is this plate thing. I think it's like a mystical plate or magic plate or something like that.
1: Yeah, and then the Amazon, you get a – I did right. You got some kind of rod with a red top on it. Yeah,
0: so that's that a scepter. That's a scepter, yeah, which you get from the Incan Keen.
1: Incan yeah, the, Keen. The Himalayas, you get something that looks like a crown or a cake. That's what you just said.
0: Yeah, it's a – Genghis khan's crown it's gone yeah like i like that all of the all of the bad guys that are in there are all based off of something from the show which i thought was interesting which is very cool like even those you know those weird looking alien guys that are walking around in the moon level the blobby
1: ones yeah
0: no not you know the ones the big ones that kind of walk around with their hands at their at their hips and they kind of <laughs> they kind of strut around that's overlord bullivan from where no duck has gone before he uh, he ends up uh abducting a launchpad mcquack in that episode i just thought it was kind of cool that everything you know it was like uh you know it's like what you'd see from like a, like like a batman game nowadays or like a or like a lego game you know like actually has like all the details of the show in the we know in the game so you could tell that they actually paid attention you know it's not just like some random character you know i mean it's it's neat that 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 early you know they did something
1: as cool as that those guys are just glorified platforms to bounce on yeah
0: (laughs) sure but it feels like you're playing the show You know, because they have both the characters. Did you ever play the remastered version of it? I didn't hear it. I didn't really hear any good things about it. I I watched videos of it on YouTube, and it looked changed a lot from the original one. Like, there's a lot of stuff in there that I didn't recognize.
1: Mostly, I just was uninterested because uh, all the little text things are fully voice acted by the original cast, which is should have been amazing, breaks up the game.
0: Yeah, that's what I heard. There's, there's too much voiceover. And it adds more parts to the levels that actually weren't there. You know, it adds, like, a couple minutes of dialogue in a spot that didn't have any dialogue before, and it's like, come on. I really wish they would have included the original game in there as an unlockable. Like, I would have bought it, like, just for that. It's And it's a shame that they can't just put it out on Virtual Console. I don't know if there's some sort of weird... I mean, I mean, it can't be, like, a copyright thing because they remade the game i don't know or maybe they just have no interest in in re-releasing that game but i really wish they would it'd be nice to buy it on a you know on a digital thing i would totally buy it for any system if they did that
1: yeah i would even i would even play through the remaster knowing that i had to do that to unlock the original version
0: yeah I i would do it too but right
1: now yeah i'd rather just play the original it's fine the way it
0: is it is i just i wish i wish that there was a digital version of it to get just to you know show show support to the game and all that i even though i have my original copy from when i was a kid still i would get i would get it in a heartbeat if it came out on wii u tomorrow you know if they really ended up releasing that like one and two like they did for star tropics that'd be great i would love to pull well, it on the screen too, it's like five bucks probably. yeah and then you could play it on the pad also well do you want to move on to ducktales 2 then I mean, there's not really yeah. a whole lot. There's not really a whole lot more, I think, that we can say about uh, about this one.
1: No, we've covered it pretty well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just aside from it just being an awesome game, and it's a game I wanted to do. A, I wanted to do an episode on at some point. There's not. There's not a whole lot. Like I couldn't really find a whole lot of. Yeah, uh, you know, I couldn't really find any interviews about it, aside from stuff about the remaster. Which yeah, the only thing I could really find for interviews was interviews with WayForward. I didn't. You know, it didn't really have much to do with the original development. But i sure. Kiji Inafune, you know his game finally came out. Apparently, people don't really care for it that much, but I'd still be interested in checking it out. But he's kind of too busy with uh, Mighty Number no. Nine and all that now. But be be interesting to see like what you know, like what their choices were with with all of that, you know, and the characters they chose. But finding interviews on development stuff for for NES games is difficult, you know, unless you unless you find like a newer version where they re- where they reference the older version seems like but yeah it's it's a great game it's really fun like i i played the crap out of it when i was a kid and i and a lot of people it seems like a lot of people hold it in high regard so if you haven't played it you're able to get a hold of it you know definitely check it out the controls
1: are like super tight you know it's not like a i don't know it feels like a solid first party game yeah it plays really well and uh obviously it inspired shovel knight, like oh, shovel sure. knight.
0: Um, among, uh, among other things go back to the roots among well, other yeah things. Among like, other,
1: uh, yeah especially shovel knight go back to the roots and play this game
0: Sure. Well, you could sit, was it a Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze? With a Cranky he has he can pogo now, and that's totally straight out of DuckTales. That Cranky Kong that you can play as, you can use a use his cane as a pogo stick. Even though that game, it is a lot, lot harder than DuckTales, because you have to push down and be, like, or like down and Y or whatever. You have to do it every single time before you hit the ground, instead of just like holding a button. It's incredibly annoying. But yeah, but you can do that in that game. It's just way, way more difficult. Yeah,
1: and DuckTales you can just bounce all over the place.
0: But well, tails all you have to do is hold B after you after you hit B and down, and you can just move around with that. Whereas like the other one you have to push down and B every single time, which is missed opportunity, I think. Or, this is the wrong way. They shouldn't have done it that way. I would have used cranky more if he controlled more like like Scrooge. But anyway <laughs> Two. DuckTales 2 was a game that I never really played because it came out in 93 and you know by that time we all had Super Nintendos right we had moved on I guess and I and I, I had
1: a Super Nintendo in 93 and we were late adopters so this was a really late NES
0: release yeah along the same lines as like Star Tropic start well Star Tropic 2 came out year after but yeah same sort of thing like people had moved on to the 16-bit nobody really got into it I, I wasn't able to play very much of it but I'm but I understand the way it works. Like, there's upgrades this time. Uh, Gyro Gearloose is actually like hidden in each level. He'll give you like a new thing every time you find him. You can like jump and do the golf swing now, which I thought was kind of crazy. Like, that was kind of a little a little weird to to do but you can but you can like interact with stuff now by pulling on it with your cane which is which is pretty cool like i watched the ship level where you'd like uh make the cannons go and all that i thought that was neat so it's like yeah, there's same. a
1: really cool spot in one level where you move a treasure chest by uh hopping to the opposite side to like control it as it moves you like switch sides to pull the switch
0: oh sure i cool. one one of, my, one of my favorite things was the uh, raft with the gyro raft cuz you like smack that box into the water and it turns into a raft and then you stand on the raft and then you hit the wall with your cane and it knocks the raft to the other, the other way. I thought that was really neat. You know, yeah. And then like... they, add a, they
1: add some cool puzzles where you have to get the raft moving and then you're jumping on platforms above it as it goes, which reminded me of Donkey Kong Country, some of the like minecart levels, level or not the minecart levels. The, uh, uh, in the first Donkey Kong Country, there was some levels where there were, uh, moving platforms and you would set them in motion. Then you would race them as they move to hop on them oh, past sure. obstacles. Yeah. And that's kind of how the raft works. Oh, yeah, later. yeah, definitely. So it's kind of yeah. cool because you have without the raft, you're fucked. Like if you don't get it moving, and then you try to jump, nothing's going to happen. You have to get that going underneath you so it completes the platforming section. So it's sure. a- there's a lot more like tight platforming in the second one. I played all the way through this. I did use save states because I don't own the actual game. It's Stream. Sure. what's but,
0: uh, uh what are the what are the bosses like in the second one i, I didn't get to play any of them they're just as easy if not yeah, easy. Just as easy that that flame guy from the uh from the what was it the niagara falls or whatever that first level is i he looked tough i mean i watched i watched like some playthrough stuff on youtube he looked he looked kind of difficult just because of the way he moved but i never actually got to him
1: i didn't have much trouble with any of the bosses like once i found other patterns i had Does, safe states on my side so that helped
0: did you find the uh did you find the pieces of the map
1: i got three pieces of the map i think out of five.
0: Oh, okay because they do because they instead of like doing like the secret treasures they actually have like a secret thing in each level and if you find all of them i guess there's another level that you get from that we also no, I, th- there- I think i got the uh not the worst ending but i got one of the worst endings because there's several endings Oh, is there? Is it three? Are there three endings like the other one, or are there more? I think there's just three.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I got the ending where the the ship sinks, but then someone recovers the treasure, so you're still you're still fine, but you don't get like whatever the lost treasure of McDuck is or whatever. Oh, okay. That that question is not answered the way I beat it.
0: Oh, the yeah, because it's like his, his ancestor, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Fergus. Isn't it like Fergus McDuck, something like that. It's some weird name. Thanks. So. I should have looked. I should have looked for my Nintendo Power for Ducktales too, but it probably wouldn't. I mean, it probably didn't have a cover by then. It was probably like Super Star Wars or some other like thing because they they weren't really. Once the Super Nintendo came out, there were no longer any more NES covers, and I probably wouldn't have been able to find it, but. I'm sure. They, I'm sure it's in the back somewhere where somebody where they mentioned it at one point. But I, I think it's some, the
1: same rival. It is definitely Fergus McDuck, and I think it's the same rival from the last game, uh, Flintheart Glomgold.
0: Yeah, Flintheart Glomgold. Well, he is the bad guy. Do you fight him at the end? Like, who's the who's the the final final boss of this?
1: You don't fight him. You fight a uh, well. The version I played, so I don't know. Maybe the final boss is uh, is him, but uh, I end up fighting D D one thousand, a, a, a shape shifting robot.
0: Are there different bosses depending on whether you find the map or not or all of the map? As far as
1: I know I mean I just played through it this way but yeah I'm not seeing. There is the sixth stage you unlock by getting every
0: piece of the map and I don't know if there's a different boss It doesn't say on this page. That's something for our viewers to do or our listeners to do if they play this game. Play it and send us an email at, Nintendo, at nintendomain.podcast at gmail.com. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know if there's a different ending or not.
1: But I will say DuckTales too. I played all the way through it I beat it, like I said. It feels like the first game, like, there's some extra mechanics added, but it's just as tight, controls just as well. Uh, You've got the same, like, spam bad guys in every level that will just keep generating as you move. Yeah. Um, every level has some version of that. But.
0: Have, like, is it the same thing where, like, you can have one walk with you and the other ones won't appear? Or, yep. is, that, or is that possible? Yep, it's the same. I like the, uh, I don't know if I mentioned yet, but I like the little hooks that he can, like, hang on to. Like, that was a new thing. Like, the little... uh Circles that you can like clasp onto with your cane. that's yeah, a nice hooks are little, really cool. That's a nice, wow. interesting thing. And you can pull those. You can pull those barrels too, like with your with your cane as well. Where you can like hook it onto things and like grab it.
1: Yeah, and you keep uh, upgrading your cane so you can break like different blocks with it and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah there's like, a, and then you can yeah, start like
1: pulling larger items when you do the yeah. pull move.
0: Yeah, I like that you actually got like upgrades to your cane. The second one. I didn't even know I didn't even know the DuckTales Two was a thing until uh until I played that Dreamcast disc that we had with all the NES games on it. That was the first time I found out there was a DuckTales two. And I'd never even heard of it before that, so that's how much I knew about DuckTales too. So I didn't hear about it until, till what, like 99, 2000, whenever, whenever we had that thing. Probably like 2001. Yeah, something like that. But that was the first time I ever played that game was on that, on that Dreamcast disc we had with all the ROMs. But I never, never even heard of it before that. But I would have, I would have enjoyed it. You know, if I would have played it when I was a kid, I just didn't know about it. And I, like I said, I already had Super Nintendo. was just into, into other stuff at the time. Yeah, I wish the I wish the cartridge wasn't so expensive. I try to get I try to get one, but I'm not going to drop $200 on that.
1: Well, if you're interested, you can if you want to have a cartridge, but you don't care if it's official, you can buy a version on Etsy, kind of like the uh, Mother that you can buy. Oh so yeah, like the
0: Mother make, Three that we had.
1: People make clone cards in this game that you can.
0: Buy. Oh sure. So yeah they.
1: You can actually own it, like and play it on your hardware if you really want to. You just have to shell out twenty or thirty bucks, I think.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw translated uh that might have mentioned this before. I saw translated versions of like Dragon Quest six and seven that you could buy as Super Nintendo cartridges to play like on an American Super Nintendo on uh eBay. I saw people had made those. Those like repo repro carts or whatever. Yep. Yeah, where they the, they like translate it and then sell it, but they sell it to you for like seventy dollars, and it's like eh, eh, I just buy the DS game, you know. <laughs> I don't need I don't need the actual any Super Nintendo cartridge of it, and I didn't and I couldn't find like like the Dragon Quest three Super Nintendo one, which would be the one that I would want. But well,
1: I think this is a, one of those titles that's a strong you know proponent for those repro cartridges cause you don't want to spend like three hundred bucks for this game or you know two hundred or whatever it is if Even you want to or original Dungeons. if you want to play it on your like source hardware, just get the repro. It's gonna be the same thing. Just not I guess it's not as collectible.
0: Yeah. It's 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 just kinda of like it's like a reprint I guess, but not from the company. I mean it doesn't really matter. Like if you buy if you spent give like two hundred dollars to a collector, it's not really giving anything to the company anymore. Plus all those guys darn don't even work for Capcom anymore. You know like the guy the guy who created Ghosts and Goblins, like, he shortly disappeared from there to start Taito. So, like, right after that game came out. And, Kej, like I said, Keiji Inafune, he's making those millions off of, uh, Mighty Number no. 9. So, you know, you know, <laughs> that's, it's kinda like, just lost where it's at. So, find it however you can. Play DuckTales 1 and 2. They're both great games. Uh, we fully recommend them. And, and, uh, they're, they're great classic games. And if you haven't played either of, the, either of them, totally do it. If you like Mega Man, you like Shovel Knight, they're totally very much like both those games. But Shovel I would Knight. say
1: even more accessible than Mega Man games a more. They're a lot more forgiving.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, Mega Man, yeah, Mega Man's tough. I've only beat a couple of those, but I wouldn't have beat Knight's those when I was a kid.
1: Shovel Knight's a fairly forgiving game, but it's a more modern game. So this yeah, one's a and, nice like game to check.
0: And Shovel Knight, you can also kind of gauge your difficulty on it. Like there's stuff that you can do. It'll make it more difficult if you want to go that route, like like destroying your check your checkpoints, which I thought was really cool. But yeah, I think uh, I mean, is there anything else to say do, say about Ducktales? Like I guess there's not there's not a whole lot of information about it. It's just something I want to do an episode about because Ducktales is a great game and it was a good show
1: and it was a good movie
0: and, and a good movie, which I should watch sometime. I was going to mention this earlier, but I didn't. Why doesn't now that like Disney's like I, you know they kind of have this thing with Netflix where they're going to put like all the Star Wars movies on there. And they're going to put, like, all the Marvel movies on there. I don't know if you read that or not. Why don't they just put, like, all the old fucking uh, Disney cartoons on there? Is that, like, are they still making money off? I mean, I don't think there's any, like, are there DVD versions of DuckTales that they're still making money off of? I kind of wish they had some sort of streaming service where they'd, like, re-release, like, DuckTales and, like, Tailspin and, like, Chippendales and, like, all the stuff that we grew up watching. You know, it would be really cool to watch that again on a streaming service. I'm surprised they don't like go to Netflix on that, but maybe they will in the, in the in the future. But it doesn't seem like they seem to care much now.
1: It used to be like a Disney Channel kind of thing, like maybe its own subset of channels.
0: But they, like I said, they just made like a partnership thing with Netflix where they were gonna put where they're gonna put like the Marvel movies and the Star Wars movies on there. So why don't they just put their cartoons on there too? That's what I am saying. Like if they're gonna if they're gonna do the other shit, just. Go with it. I mean, you're, I don't think they're gonna lose a whole lot of money if they put fucking the, the three seasons of DuckTales and DuckTales movie on Netflix. I'm just saying, Disney, do it. It'd be great. We'd, we'd all Come watch on, it. Disney. I mean, I'm sure there'd be a lot of people that would watch DuckTales if they put it on Netflix. Just, you know, go for it. And I think that's, and that's that then, right? You have <laughs> to like I said. DuckTales. You're good for DuckTales? Alright, well that's, that's been our episode 30.
1: Not Ponytails or Cottontails, but DuckTales.
0: That's right. <laughs> It's a good, it's a good, it's a good song. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, enjoy, enjoy time in, in Duckburg and we'll, we'll see you next week. See you later.